You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. and welcome to History Dweebs. I am Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. And today, the topic of our podcast is Suicide Mansion, the uh, story of a haunted or a rumor to be haunted mansion in Philadelphia, or Philadelphia in St. Louis. Close. Um, yeah, close. That was the home of some mysterious deaths, Brandy, and at least four suicides count them four. Um, four so we're going to talk about the limp mansion but before we do i would like to remind everyone that we are a true crime slash history slash whatever comedy podcast <laughs> and we we use adult language brandy god damn right we do we pretty much sometime. cover every fucking base you need that true crime comedy adult His, humor, history weirdos history I like our weirdos yeah. podcast the best. But anyway, yeah. I'm partial to weirdos, weirdos Brandy. Widows? I've noticed. Weird- and or widows. <laughs> Weirdo <laughs> widows, <laughs> especially. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to talk about uh, Suicide Mansion. Uh, and all, But before we do, let me introduce our panel. I am joined, as always, by a lady who needs no introduction, the very lovely and talented her Royal Highness, Colonel, get it? High, highness? Hi, highness, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Because she won't oh. stay off the reef, Timmy. <laughs> A lady who is known throughout the land as Brandy the Benevolence. Her Majesty, Queen Brandy the First. How are you, Your Majesty, if at all? You know, Timmy, it's been a rough week for a lot of us this week. Um, yes. Yeah, it's been it's been pretty awful. Uh, this week was Bridget Clavey's birthday. Yes, uh, one of our longtime listeners who we love. Yes, it was her birthday, so that sucked. And on on oh, top well, of for, all of that, for, for people who don't know, Bridget passed away a few months back. Yes. Yeah. And then on top of all of that, we had another member pass away that I was. Just extremely, extremely fond of um, Heather. Yes, and uh, and Heather was um, loved by a lot of people, and it was it was sudden. And I, um, I'm just I'm I'm at a loss for words. And I know that Ben has been surrounded by um, 
not only some of his family, but a bunch of our family um, while he goes through this. So, um, Ben, you know, we're thinking about you. And then Heather, another Heather. And I want to say her last name's our other Heather. Studebaker. Is that right? That's not right. Heather Studebaker on her way down to comfort Ben. Yeah. To see our fellow dweebs down in Texas, which I don't trust those Texas dweebs. I would not have done this myself. But well, no, I wanted to make sure I was I was getting her last name right because I got a lot of I got a lot. But anyway, so she got in a horrible accident. She's okay. I guess everybody's in the car is okay, but um she was in an awful accident and I think had to have some surgery and uh but she seems to be in good spirit she seems to be on the men she looks like a badass oh she uh, Ooh, we, yeah she looks she looks ass. like a badass um and so i want to um i want to make sure that we extend to her all of our well wishes and you know get better and stay safe and yeah, we all just, of that. I mean, it's, it's there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on, and of course, the loss of Heather was just it just stunned. I think all of us. We were all looking forward to Ben and Heather getting married, and um, it's just it's just tragic. But it's well, cool to see how everyone came together though, and, and to support mm-hmm. Ben and to support each other. They were yes. kind of the they were kind of the. The, the official dweeb couple because they met on the page and then the group and yes, yes. And Ben went down to Texas and got a job and they were just going to be they were Prince Charles and Lady Di of the yeah dweeb, they really Timmy. were and um, Heather we love you Ben hang in there buddy and um, it was it was great to see we had a dweeb auction this weekend um, we did to raise to raise some money and that was a lot of fun. Did anyone bid on you, Charles? I don't know why they would, but did anyone bid on you? I had a number of people bid on me. Timmy, I, I will say that uh, the lovely Anna Garrett mm-hmm. um, ended up purchasing me in the end, purchasing nice. my services. I Couldn't see. she just <laughs> give her $5 and not have to go through all that? <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. There was there, It turned into an ugly bidding war timmy i, I was afraid <laughs> i don't think it did brand. i don't remember an ugly bidding war for you colonel yeah it was quite <laughs> do you ugly. remember that brandy i you know i don't but i completely missed it because i wasn't feeling very well and went to sleep early and a whole bit but yeah but, but you, were, yeah. you were popular someone someone bid on you a lot of people bid on you i think i was purchased I by the lovely uh leanne I think you were purchased by the lovely Leanne quite a while ago. Now, there was, that, that's where you got into the ugly bidding war over you, Timmy. Well, you know. It was going back and forth. Well, I'm, the, I'm the money maker of the three. We have he to is a baron. Bag. He's we a baller. He's a baller. He's a baron. I, I'm a baron. <laughs> baron baller. All right. But, you uh, know, I, oh, I, I guess got, you got to introduce Chuck. I got okay, a bone to pick, though, Timmy. Well, well I'll let me introduce you first, okay? Me. Let me introduce really? you, and then you can pick your bone. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. But have we also forgot to announce that I am the employee of the year and Chuck is not the employee of the year. I was going to. Okay, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. We we joke around with Brandy a lot, but Brandy was named employee of the year uh, last week. Could I clarify something there to me? Okay. Okay. She was put in the circle of 
excellence with a yes, bunch of they, other people. They changed the name of the award. It's basically the a participation of trophy. Award of well, like because you didn't get one. Circle well, of Excellence is that the is that the official title? Circle, circle of Excellence, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It's not the Circle of Trust, like in Meet the It fuckers. is not. It is not. God damn it! I wouldn't let her in there. <laughs> but congratulations, Brandy. It's well deserved. Yeah, I'm a big fucking deal. It is. A big I gotta deal. stand up. I'm gonna have an Oscar moment and stand up and get to give a speech. And I will not thank you, Chuck. Are you gonna I bring an Indian in with you? I might. I might. The poor Marlon Brando and just stand up there and I'm don't I, do anything. I'm going to. I'm going to wear a sash and I may find myself a tiara. Well, you should. Yeah, because that, I, may, I mean, that on, is a big deal. On. That is a big deal. You may find yourself a tiara. I'm sure you've got a collection of tiaras around the house there somewhere, Princess. So, clearly, first of all, clearly I do, but I need this requires a new one. Well, Duh. okay. Let me uh, see if I can get my bedazzler out here. Might be okay. able to can whip can you I introduce Chuck now so we can get all uh, this? Yeah, there's show. been a lot of brandy time. Shit. Uh, well, hey. She's got a lot happened. going on. She's got a lot going on. Let me introduce a man who needs no introduction, Brandy. Mm-hmm. A man who is known, uh, or no, he's not really known. He is known uh, as an oasis in the desert of despair, Brandy. He, by nobody. He is a man who is uh, considered a, the, well, the most dangerous man in podcasting today. The very honorable, the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard, Hawk Walters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? Well, I'm not good, Timmy. Well, here we go. <laughs> What's wrong, Colonel? I'm not good. First of all, Timmy, I got a number of issues. We got ah, this one put in the circle, <laughs> circle of excellence. He um, she is in the circle of excellence. Yes. Meanwhile, I have been overlooked for fourteen years now, Timmy. <laughs> um, well, but, you're, wait a minute. I'm in the circle of excellence. Chuck lives in the rectangle of regret. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I live uh, in the triangle of torment. You're sort exactly. of the Susan Lucci of of, the, he, of exactly. Hamilton County. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, no, because Brandy, I think Susan Lucci was. Uh, uh, she was. Uh, she should have won. So she. Oh, <laughs> she should have, and eventually she did. She was but, worthy of know. it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He, eventually she did any. win, but as we know, Chuck will never win any of these things. Well, I'm sorry, Colonel. We're 14 minutes into this podcast, and we haven't talked about this. I mentioned, but but continue with Colonel time. Well, and I then we had the auction, of course, yes. and for a very very good cause. Uh, but some people, Timmy, you, 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 it's like, okay, your, your auction, you, Leanne Flanagan. Yes. Um, won you. Mm-hmm. And, and she seems like a lovely woman. Um, and lovely. I thought about bidding on her, but she does this false advertising thing, Timmy. Oh my God. We know. Please get the fuck over it. It's been what, like eight years now? Well, she's Move not Irish. on. <laughs> And I just well, neither I, are you, and you claim to be Irish. <laughs> well, He's not Cajun. I claim to be a colonel too. So. Yeah, well, and so I just true. sent her a message, and I was like, "Hey, I'll up to bed for five dollars more if you just do it. Talk to me, Skype me in an Irish accent." And uh, she was pretty rude to me, Timmy. <laughs> well, so her I'm response, sorry, her response, even for our show and our adult humor, was not fitting to be repeated. 
<laughs> even so, with the disclaimer of even with the disclaimer <laughs> of we do use foul language. I, I do want to say I do want to say, Colonel, in all seriousness, I listened to your new podcast yesterday. Spies, spy stories. You, you, of course, and the lovely uh, Karen Michelle. It's really good. I'm surprised that she can do so well with you on that podcast, but somehow she does. <laughs> Some somehow so is she. That's what she tells me. She carries <laughs> it. Oh, yeah, she, she definitely does. carries it. But it is really, really good. So uh, check it out, Spy Stories. It's on uh, iTunes and all your favorite uh, podcast apps. It's really good. It's really good. I well, I listened to the. Uh, Hercules Mulligan episode yesterday, and it was excellent. Well, thanks for that recommendation on on doing Hercules. He was an interesting guy. He was very but interesting guy. Let's get let's talk about Suicide Mansion now, okay? Let's talk about people jumping out windows. There <laughs> yeah, ain't no way happen. to start your day like hearing about people <laughs> jumping out windows. We trying to be an uplifting podcast. <laughs> yeah, this well, ain't Tony Robbins does not recommend us. <laughs> <laughs> the Limp Mansion is a 33-room mansion in St. Louis, Missouri, Brandy. <laughs> the home was owned by the Limp family, L-E-M-P. I guess I'm saying that right. They were brewing ma- magnets who produced Falstaff beer. And if you've ever tasted Falstaff beer, you'd probably commit suicide yourself. Such shitty beer. It's not the finest beer you're ever going to run into. <laughs> it's not the champagne of beers. No, it's yeah. not. But anyway, the mansion has been uh, the site of numerous mysterious deaths and at least four suicides. Um, the home was built over a, a large number of caves and tunnels and is to believed to be haunted by those who died in its, uh, within its walls. And the mysterious monkey boy, Brandy, who lives behind the walls. <laughs> I need to know more about the monkey boy. Like, yeah, immediately. Getting... Yeah, it's kind of sad, but we'll get to it. The limp family. Now, you know when you got a limp family, Timmy, <laughs> somebody inevitably is going to name one of the boys Dick. <laughs> and you got to go through a life that, that named turtle, Dick I, Limp. <laughs> I heard Renee refers to your house as <laughs> Limp Manson. <laughs> Nice. He calls it the suicide <laughs> mansion, but Dick Lip. I mean, when you got the name, you'd think you would just avoid certain things. But you yes, know there's yeah. a Dick Limp out there. <laughs> the Limp family was famous brewers who dominated the St. Louis beer market before Prohibition with its Falstaff beer. The original patriarch of the Limp family was a guy named Johan Adam Limp. And he was born in Germany in 1798, and he migrated to the United States in eighteen in the 1840s and opened up a grocery in downtown St. Louis. Uh, it was typical of groceries at the time. Uh, Lip sold his own beer uh, in uh, by 1840. So he, I guess it was a house beer or something. By 1840, he focused. Uh, it was a microbrewery. That's what it was. Exactly. By, by 1840, he focused solely on the manufacture and sale of beer. He figured out real quick where his, what side his bread was buttered. The beer quickly became uh, popular among the large German uh, population of St. Louis. Uh, and as the beer brewery prospered, so did the, the family, and they became very, very wealthy. Uh, There's see. a lot of money in beer. Yeah. 
And um, there is. And anyway, uh, south of St. Louis, there was a series of caves that provided natural refrigeration. Remember, this is 1840, so before you had freezers. Um, The brewery was built over a series of caves and tunnels in St. Louis. By the 1860s, there were at least 40 breweries in the St. Louis area taking advantage of these caves. And uh, the Western Brewing Company being the most successful, and that's the one that was founded by Adam Limp. Um, But even though Adam founded a brewery, it was his son, William Limp Sr. See, now, how do you know you're a senior until you have a junior, Brandon? Yeah, he was the big Limp. (laughs) Isn't that kind of – that's devil's work, really, because you're – it's really an aspirational name, Timmy. Oh, it's aspirational. Okay. His yeah. name's Willie Lamp. Well, he's got a whip lily. So he turned it to um, the brewery into a success beyond anyone's imagination, Brandy, and become one of the most successful breweries in the country, making the Limp family very wealthy. They're still Limp, but they're wealthy. Yeah. Still, still, still sliding that foot around, walking down the hall. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! If you had a limp dick back in those days, you were just out of luck, wouldn't you? I mean, <laughs> I mean, there was no Viagra. There was no. I mean, the, I guess I read where like one of the mafia. Did you read back in the forties where one of the mafia guys had a you know dick implant where they this? It yeah. looked very complicated. Where you had to like a pump thing, Grandy. I, don't I imagine it was very complicated. Yeah, but they yeah. like the his. You know, it didn't go over well with the rest of the mob because they thought it was like, uh, you know, unmanned sign of weakness. Sign of weakness, yeah. Hmm. But anyway, yeah, back in, those, in the 1840s, if you had a limp dick, you were pretty much out of business, I would think. Yeah. yeah. So well, on those vacuum pumps, I think. It, or the vacuum cleaner. But that was a dangerous business there, yeah. Hmm. Well, did they have electricity then, Timmy? Let's see. Uh, I don't think so. 1840? When did... uh, Check that out. Do the research on that. Well, they would have had to telegraph. On uh, August 23rd, You didn't even have porn back then, Timmy. Yeah. Or you get that, like, French postcards or something, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you see a titty or something, but big deal. Yeah, those things get all ruined and the edges get bent and then they're not in pristine condition <laughs> they anymore. They get stained. On August 23rd, 1862, Brandy, Adam Lip died and William, William Sr., took over as president of the Western Brewery Company. In This happened at a board meeting. He was just sitting in his chair to me and Went limp, guide dudes. I was going to post. I didn't post it this morning, but there was a uh, a uh, I think it was in Australia. A comedian died on TV. Like well, this oh, weekend. I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, he just like he's doing like his act, and he just and people thought it was the act. It was pretty. It was pretty embarrassing. That's what uh, happened to one of us. Left, I, 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 I know. I'm going to go right in the middle of one of Chuck's stories. I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in 18, well, the different. Mm-hmm. Between the comedian and and you know every, you to me is the comedian's cat's not going to eat it. Mm. You, that's going to be your fate. I mean, we that's, all know this. that's the problem of doing these things remotely. Is that when I die, you guys won't even know until 
Until the end right, of the until show. you're reading it like the Patreon list. <laughs> yeah. In 1868, Jacob Frick, Fricker, Frickert, uh, which who was uh, Williams Limp Senior's father-in-law, he built a house a short distance from the Limp Brewery. And in 1876, William Limp purchased this house, uh, and he used it as his uh, residence and an auxiliary office. Uh, while the home was quite impressive, it was a it's thirty three rooms. Randy, your thoughts on that? I think the White House only has thirty one rooms, so I'll give you something to compare it to. Um, Limp immediately began renovating and expanding it. So uh, it was a cozy place. Compensating. It was cozy. Compensating. Yeah, well, he's limp um, for a thirty three <laughs> room house into a Victorian show place. So sounds really nice so far, Brandy. Yep, I'm in. From the man, it's not a tiny house. From the mansion, oh. uh, a tunnel was built from the basement through a series of caves directly to the brewery, so he could like go to work and come back. Oh, you know his uh, employees hated that shit. Yeah. Oh God, I'm just gonna uh, take the take the underground. You got if you got in the circle of excellence in that company, you really have done something because you got you know William Limp William Limp Willie. Going underneath these, you know, the brewery, going back and forth. When mechanical refrigeration became available, parts of the cave was converted for other purposes, including a natural auditorium and a theater. They also had a bowling alley in there. I was going to say, what's the point of having a big house if you don't have a bowling alley? Yeah, they did. They had one. Uh, The underground oasis would later spawn a large... A concrete swimming pool with hot water piped in from the brewery boiling house. Oh, that's that's cool. That's a that's smart, Colonel. And a bowling like alley. Beer. Okay. And a bowling alley. At yeah, one time, you get, give you a yeast infection bathing in that stuff. <laughs> oh, God. and the theater was accessible only by way of a spiral staircase. Brandy, your thoughts on that? Spiral staircases are dangerous. In 1901, a devastating loss took place in the Limp Mansion. Uh, It shook the family to its core, Brandy, and spelled disaster for the family fortune. Dun, dun, dun. Little did the Limps know, the death was only the first of what would become... What the hell? Are you snorting cocaine? (laughs) What are you doing, Chuck? Uh, I'm just sitting here minding my own goddamn business. My nose a little clogged up this morning. Mm. The pollen counts counts crazy in in this city. I think he is right because I I was dealing with it last night. So be be a little patient with him, Brandy. He has a medical condition. Goddamn, do you have any compassion in you whatsoever? You know, you all of a sudden you're in the circle of excellence and you're looking down on everybody. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. That's not true. Just you. (laughs) <laughs> she looked. She looked down on you before she was. In well, that's right. Yeah. Fair enough. There's nothing yeah. to do with it. Yeah, come on. Well, so the death that this we'll tell you about here in a minute became the first of a long line of suicides. Let's talk more about yeast infections, devil. And gruesome. Oh, come on! Why? Don't go there. I, that's gross. I don't like yeast infection. Really? I'm anti-yeast infection. We all are. One of the wealthiest and most powerful families in St. Louis, the Limps' fate quickly took a turn for the worse. Uh, after building this beautiful, luxurious home. William uh, and Julia had six children. The fourth 
which William Sr.'s favorite, Frederick, uh, was being groomed to replace his father. Why not William Jr.? The, oh, well, we'll get to that. He was a dick. Yeah. But Frederick was being groomed to take his father's place at the head of the business. But unbeknownst to the family, Brandy, Frederick had significant health problems that would lead to his death of heart failure in 1901. He died in his sleep. It was speculated that he may have literally worked himself to death because he was working like 100 hours a week at this brewery. Uh, he died much in his like bed. Me, Timmy. I'm, I, much like me. I'm trying to get into the <laughs> circle of excellence, and I can't – see, I can't sleep my way into the circle of excellence like <laughs> some other people can, Timmy. I see. Yeah, like, yeah, I can't sleep my way to a college degree. You I don't mean have – he don't mean have sex. He means you actually sleep at work. Sleep right? your oh. way in, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> or the rectangle of regret or whatever. <laughs> the triangle of terror. The square of solitude. I will say the last person that won the uh, award was employee of the year, but just, you know, yeah. he still is employee of the year. Be forever. In, he's my, he's my nemesis. In, in the, till the end of time. Yeah, Frederick end died. Of my Frederick died in, his, in the bedroom in this mansion. So he was the first death. The family okay. took it, the death of, he was only 28 years old. He worked himself. But he died, death. he died of natural causes, basically. Yes. Not really. Okay. Not well, really. they said heart failure, heart failure. Well, right. yeah, but nobody killed him. He didn't jump out of no, window. No, he didn't, no, no, He died of natural causes, causes. Died in well, his, died in his bedroom. Well, he was yes. only 28 years old. I don't know how natural <laughs> that is. Oh, we get some more. Well, it was 1901. 1901, yes. Yeah. So, you know. Anyway, the family was shook up over the loss of their son. Uh, it was obvious to all of them that he was not coping well. Uh, William, uh, William, his dad was not coping well. And he began to slowly, this is William Sr., slowly began to withdraw from the world, Brandy, much like we are prone to do. Yes. Uh, he was rarely seen in public and chose to walk to the brewery each day by using the cave system beneath the house. And oh, Oh, honestly, that's how I would go to work, too. I mean, you know, I would take the cave. Wouldn't you, Colonel? You would shuffle along. I would have yeah. bat poles, Timmy. I'd have poles going down into the caves, then I would run through another one and take shortcuts. It would be kind of yeah. cool to have caves, Brandy. Uh, Unless you had a monkey boy down there. I well, like that. <laughs> yeah. This monkey boy story is a little fucked up, so I'm just, you know, you might, you might want to be a little bit more sensitive to the monkey boy when you find out what it's about, but well, okay. I am pumped for the monkey boy. On January 1st, 1904, that was New Year's Day, Brandy. Yes, it uh, was. William Limp suffered another crushing blow with the death of his closest friend, Frederick Pabst. Of course, Pabst Blue Ribbon. And right? you know, the beer has never another been the same beer. since. Never been the same. No, Pabst was a fine beer at one time. In 1903, it was a fine beer? Well, when I was in high school, it was a fine beer. There you go. Cheap. You could buy yeah. like three cases for a dollar seventy-five. Oh, so it was little like Little Kings. Oh, that was some of the harshest shit you could ever drink. But well, wow. Falstaff is not much better. But you and know what? Yet, it was it was like you could get thirty-six of them for a buck and a half and be like, oh yeah. But they had those green. Meanies. They had those little short bottles. You remember that? Yeah, yep. it was green only meanies. about seven yeah. and a half. But they had a. Uh, the alcohol content was like 11% or something. <laughs> so drinking one of that. those. Hey, you remember on, when uh, Penny Draft Night, that's what they would sell. Chuck, you, 
They used to have that. Go ahead. Yeah, we used to have a 25 cent draft night. Chuck, do you remember when you could? I don't think Brady. I think you're too young. But Chuck, do you remember when you you, you could like buy three percent beer if you were 18? Yeah. Three point. And then if you're 20, yeah. And then when you're yeah. 20, 21, you could get the hard stuff. Well, you um, know, we we had this good system going, Timmy, because I was I I was right at that age, you know, mm-hmm. that turnover age, and uh, we we was too young to buy beer, but so we didn't want to steal the beer. We had, but we wanted beer. So what we used to do, Timmy, is we would walk in and we would rotate, and we grab our twelve pack of beer and we put it on the counter. Now, at that day, back in that day, you could get a twelve pack of beer for like three dollars. Mm-hmm. So we put our beer and our three dollars on on the counter, and when someone said, "Could I have your ID?" we would just grab the beer and walk out the store. Now we we were not stealing beer, Timmy, because we left our money there to pay for the beer. Mm-hmm. But apparently, that is called strong arm robbery, Timmy. <laughs> they have rules against that. They do because one <laughs> night, and this is a true story. I walked just by coincidence, Timmy, as it was my turn, because we would do this all the time. I walked out right into the arms of a, an awaiting police officer, Timmy. It was not fun. It was not fun, but then they just. I think they did that in Superbad, too, home. didn't they? Remember Superbad, Bruce? Yeah. yeah, that was good. Man. Yeah, I mean, that's how you did it, because they could. we thought, you know, they can't get us for shoplifting if we actually leave the money there. Mm. But apparently there's other rules that when, if the person says stop and you just take the shit, apparently that's frowned upon by the local constable. And you know law enforcement are sticklers for rules, Brandy. They are. Mm-hmm. They're bureaucrats. So in, 19, <laughs> in 1904, Frederick Paps was staying at the mansion. He was staying uh, and he, uh, for the holiday, and he experienced a severe cough. He started choking in the middle of the night. A night butler, I would like to have a night butler, Brandy. A night butler rushed uh, to his aid and found that Frederick uh, found Frederick sitting naked in the corner room of the room, shaking terribly. Uh, he was unable to speak and was just making loud choking noises. Uh, and then he expired. Your thoughts on that, Brandy? That sucks. Well, I would like to have a night butler, though. Do you know how well, many sure. nights I have spent naked in a corner of the room shaking to me? <laughs> Making choking noises. Choking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just obviously not just, enough. <laughs> Tuesday through Thursday. That's yeah, it's a common occurrence for you at uh, Mansion. A colonel, uh, a corner, a corner rule, a corner. I wish I could spell and pronounce words. A corner uh, ruled the death a heart attack. Uh, though no autopsy were performed was performed, Brandy. Your thoughts? Well, the autopsy probably would not have shown much. <laughs> the tragedy, <laughs> the tragedy shook. Why are shook. you mocking this tragic death, devil? <laughs> the tragedy. Well, it shook William Limp. I want you to know. <laughs> well, <laughs> he was like a wet noodle. <laughs> Even more. And soon became he soon became indifferent to the details of running the brewery, Brandy. Wow, yeah, he gave it up. He's outside the circle of excellence at this point. Yes, he was. I must tasted the full staff beer after he <laughs> after he gave up. 
after he became indifferent because it tastes like shit when I try it. <laughs> Although he tastes yeah. like warm pamper piss, Timmy. Yeah, there's a. You're right, Brandy. The PBR. It must be those caves or something. Yeah, it's not good. Although he still came to the office every day, he paid a little a little attention to work. And though he probably was on like his, you know, he was probably watching uh, Netflix or something. And wow. those who knew him uh, say he seemed nervous, Brandy, and unsettled. And his physical and mental health uh, were both beginning to decline, much like uh, myself. He was often seen uh, sitting in his office talking to himself, much like myself, or what he claimed, <laughs> <laughs> what he claimed to be ghost. Uh, of his best friend and son. So he's seeing aspir- uh, what do you call those? Uh, apparitions? Yeah. Apparitions. apparitions to me. You know what's always troubled go. me about beer, Timmy? What? Uh, of course, you're probably like me. Did you have the beer can collection, Timmy? Yes. When you was a kid, you collected beer cans? In college. But... You no, know, I just, in college. Well, you had. This is no lie. People think I'm joking about this, but when we lived in the projects, do Uh you know what our alarm system was, Timmy? No. Went over beer cans? This is not a lie. We we had the Venetian blinds, right? They came down. And you couldn't leave your window open in the summertime because people come in and steal Why would anyone want to rob you if you're living in the projects? Because the, it was other people in the projects. If they could just steal a plastic Convenient. from me, they'd sleep in it. They'd come in and do it. I don't know why. It's we not very well thought out. out, obviously. Do you think, Brandy? Right. You know, it seemed no. they could have gone to a better neighborhood. But they would. But around the first of the month, you know, the old people there, they'd cash their checks and maybe have some money around the house. But we would line up. This is a true story. Line up empty beer cans on the ledges of the windows. Mm-hmm. That way, if somebody tried to sneak in, they would move the Venetian blinds and it would knock all the beer cans off. That was our ghetto burglar alarm, Timmy. I like that, Colonel. You know what's also troubling for me, Timmy? What? Canadians make beer. Yes. What the hell do Canadians know about? See, I, do you think if you got all liquored up on Canadian beer, you'd be nicer? You'd be, you wouldn't be like... I don't know, but you can buy more because you can buy them with loonies. You can. Mm. You can, but, you know, you drink the Molson or whatever, and it's like, all of a sudden, you know, you don't get into fights with people. You just, like, square dance, and you're like, hey, how you doing? You know, what the fuck are you yammering Colonel, do you know how to piss off a Canadian stripper? I do not, Timmy. You give her a loony instead of a dollar. They're not big on the fucking loonies. You, you think they'd like a loony because it's their, you know, currency, but no. Mm-hmm. They, want the, they want the greenback, Brandy. Well, that's how the Canadians screw you, Timmy. You go up there, you know, you're, you're a stranger in a strange land, and then <laughs> right. you hand them, like, a thing, and they hand you a coin, and it's like, oh, no, sir, that's two loonies. It's like, <laughs> how the fuck it doesn't say two loonies anywhere? I'm just supposed <laughs> to take your word for this? Oh. On almost one quarter, one dollar. <laughs> you go up to up to Canada, they give you poker chips and shit. You don't even know what you're getting back. It's a it's a, it's a racket, Brandy. Hmm? Yeah, that's yeah. that's why Canada could never be the fifty first state, Timmy. Right. Oh my God, Brandy, tell us what happens at the Lint Mansion next. So on February thirteenth, nineteen four. 
Mm-hmm. His suffering became unbearable. Whoa, when William whoa, whoa. Limp, when William Limp awoke that morning, he ate his breakfast and mentioned to one of the servants that he was not feeling well. He finished eating, excused himself, and went back upstairs to his bedroom. Around 9.30, he took a 38 caliber Smith & Wesson revolver and shot himself in the head with it. Blood spatter covered the bed and the walls. Mm, that's pretty gruesome, Brandy. So he walks up yes, into his... So hold on. He says he's not feeling well, and rather than take an aspirin, he shoots himself in the head. See, that Evidently. doesn't seem like the road to recovery to me. <laughs> I no, but it's that's what he problem. was looking for. Yes, <laughs> it his problem, yeah. So this I is the third third death, right, Brandy? Third death. Uh, we yes. had son, we had uh, Paps, and now William Limp uh, Sr. Okay. Yes. So thanks little to the... Limp. Little Limp's gone now. Okay. Now, this is Sr. This is Sr. Oh, senior. yeah, this is a big limp. Yeah. Big limp. Yeah, the big limp. Yeah. yeah. So thanks to strengthening temperance, the strengthening temperance movement, Beer was significantly less popular by the time of William's death. So his eldest son, William Jr., or Billy, finally, took over the Western Brewery but struggled to return it to its former glory. In fact, Billy, who evidently was a dipshit, was much (laughs) better at partying than running a business. Maybe he was a boy. You don't know. Yeah. It was rumored that he took part in many discreet gatherings that involved illicit alcohol and prostitution. Yeah, your thoughts on Ooh. that, Colonel? Okay. I, I'm not no against need. illicit activity. You don't want to bring a hooker to Limp Mansion, Colonel. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Keep her outside the walls. Because you know what? They still want paid, Colonel. <laughs> they do. Yeah. And you're paying yeah. them by the hour. It yeah. doesn't matter how much you try to get them to cheerlead the thing. <laughs> you're paying them by the goddamn hour. Continue. So the worst thing is, if you go a minute over, Timmy, they charge you for that second hour. <laughs> Continue, Brandy. Even if you're only so, six minutes into it, you get charged for the full hour. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you need to find a worker that charges by the minute. <laughs> yeah, I know. You need one like a parking meter. Yes. So Billy was lazy mm-hmm. and ra- would rather just spend the money than make it. So he inherited the family business and vast fortune. Him and his wife, Lillian. 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 <laughs> began to spin no the inheritance. Lillian. Rules around here, Lillian. Lillian. <laughs> they began to spend the inheritance, filling the house with servants the pair spent huge amounts on carriages, clothing, and arts. This is uh, my house, Lillian. <laughs> Shit. This is my mansion, Lillian. You see all these fucking caves? They're mine. Lillian. <laughs> Did that phones oh. back then? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, is her phone ringing? You know <laughs> That's my phone, Lillian. <laughs> In my house, Lillian. These are Indeed, my rules. <laughs> my rules. God. <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right. So, Lillian was a beautiful woman who came from a wealthy family herself. Um, her and Billy had married in 1899, and then Billy Limp III was born on September 26, 1900. Before long, Lillian became known as the Lavender Lady because of her fondness for the color. Hmm. 
In addition to her lavender attire and accessories, she went so far as to have her carriage horses dyed lavender. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. In the end, these are my horses. <laughs> uh, wow. Talk about more money than cents. Wow, what was it? Uh, in the beginning, Will enjoyed showing off his trophy wife. As does my husband. Uh, but Will was a player. Chuck born with a, a silver husband. Well, yeah, barely. Um, let's see. He was uh, born with a silver spoon in his mouth, and he was used to doing and acting as he pleased. When William began to tire of his beautiful wife, he demanded that, well, this is just a suck life. He demanded that she must spend her time shopping and allotted her a thousand. I know. Gave her a thousand bucks a day and gave her the ultimatum. Holy shit. Didn't, yeah. And that was a lot of money back it. in 1904. It's a lot of money now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gave her the ultimatum that if she didn't spend it, she would get no yeah. more. Oh, that's a lot of pressure, Brandy. It's like Brewster's Millions every yeah, day. Yeah, it is. Uh, in the meantime, Billy you was running it away. away. Did she give it away, you think? I don't know, but he was busy running the brewery during the day and pursuing all manner of decadent activities during the night. Mm-hmm. Holding lavish parties in the cave below the mansion, he would bring in numerous prostitutes for the entertainment of his friends. Yeah, enjoying prostitutes the sw- are, can entertain. Yes. Very entertaining uh, young ladies, usually. Enjoying the swimming pool, the bowling alley, and the free And this was back here. in the day when you could get the uh, syphilis, Timmy. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Maybe you, can't get, you couldn't get rid of syphilis it and went crazy. No, you had to slam it in a window. and Maybe that was kind of real. Well, yeah, sure. This is my bowling alley. <laughs> in my house. Uh, Will's shenanigans caught up with him. Shenanigans. Shenanigans yes. usually that will catch up with you, Brandy. Shenanigans, you. you can only get by with them for so long, devil. Yes. Well, there's he gonna come us. a point in your life, devil, when your shenanigans catch up to you, and I'm gonna yes. be there, and I'm gonna <laughs> mock you. You're gonna mock. be dead by then. Uh, let's She's see. got a point. He caught up with him, and he sired a son with a woman other than his wife. Uh oh. Today, hmm. there's no official documentation that the boy existed. However, the rumors that the boy was hidden in the mansion attic for his entire lifetime have been prevalent over the years. According to St. Louis historian Joe Gibbons, when he interviewed a former nanny and a chauffeur who worked in the mansion long ago, both of them verified that the boy did exist and was housed in the attic quarters that also housed the servants' rooms. Yes, it's kind of sad. Continue, Brandy. Spawned from Will's philandering with either one of the many prostitutes or a mansion servant, the boy was born with Down syndrome. Oh, a total embarrassment for the family. The boy was hidden away from the world in order to cloak. He's born with Down. Shame. Oh, and then they called him the Monkey Boy. Yeah, it wasn't cool. What kind of fuck? Oh, oh, I hadn't got that far. Damn it! I don't like what? that. I don't. I don't want to know about the Monkey Boy now. All right, continue then. Uh, But the fact that he had this illegitimate son living within the walls of the mansion didn't slow him down. He continued to party and entertain prostitutes. It's said that the lavish 
Right. He said that the lavish orgies he hosted would cater to the St. Louis elite. These misdeeds became grounds for his wife to divorce him in 1908, citing mistreatment and indecency. After so hold only on, 11, this is what I want to know. He gave her $1,000 a day and she's bitching? You're having lavish orgies. You got a goddamn bunch of purple horses running around your yard. Lavender. Your dad just went up and popped the top of his toupee off with a thirty-eight, And you got these crazy hookers running around the house. And your shame is a boy with Down syndrome. Right. Right. Hmm. I, I don't like that. Uh, let's see. Uh, shame, after only shame, 11, shame. After only 11 days, the divorce was sexful, successfully excuse me, filed. Billy's wife received a large sum of money from the Lemp family and gained full custody of their only son. Was that the one in the attic? Or No, I guess not. No, no, this, it was the other one. The legi- yeah, it was the, the one. third. Yeah, All right. the, yeah. Will's poor work habits, mismanagement, and prohibition doomed the family business. In 1918, the Western Brewery closed without giving any notice to its workers. Despite creating a non-alcoholic beer, the company simply could not sustain itself through prohibition. This proved to be more than Billy could handle. Approximately four years later, on September 29, 1922. Billy became the second limp to die from suicide within the limp mansion walls. Uh, two years after Billy's death, another limp child succumbed, although not in the family home. As a young woman, Elsa Limp married the president of a predominant metal producing company, or I'm sorry, prominent metal producing company in 1910. The marriage ended a divorce in 1918. Elsa became heartbroken when she lost custody of her son. William Limp the third because of a photograph that was presented at the trial that showed her smoking a cigarette. Well, smoking right. a cigarette? That yeah. wanton whore. Yeah. Well, she should have her children taken away from her. Yeah. F- five days later. Well, and here's my thing. How long was she out there smoking? Because you know how long it took to snap a photograph back then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, they had to have a tripod. <laughs> and they had to have that blanket over the photographer yeah. and shit. Yeah. Like, what did she post? I don't get it. Whatever. Yeah. They didn't um, have paparazzi back then. Well, it took them a while to set up. Yeah. Uh, and then five, maybe they maybe they had like a film of her, you know, like the old the old videos where they're walking mm, around really fast. Maybe. Yeah. Five days five days later, Elsa shot herself in the bedroom she maintained Look, at Limp Mansion. Yeah. What? Yeah. All right, we got another suicide. Right. Yeah. By this Those time, the mansion, mansion. Yeah. By this time, the mansion was getting quite the reputation of being haunted or jinxed. So much so that when it was put on the market in 1934, there was little to no interest from buyers. This well, infuriated. No. This infuriated Charles Lemp, who is now heir to the family fortune. Charles wanted to sell the property and move to Europe. But with the Great Depression in full swing and the mansion's unsavory reputation, he was forced to live in the home. Charles Lent moved into the mansion in 1929, five years after his sister's suicide. Although Charles was unmarried and known for his uh, penchant for solitude, a married couple moved in with him, along with Charles's dog and two servants. The society pages of the Saint of St. Louis paid little attention to Charles's unique arrangements with Manfred and Elsa Till. 
Eliza. Manfred and Eliza Till. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improved jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Excuse me. Manfred. 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 That's a cool name. Yeah, they, well, here we they go. They don't have that name very much anymore, Manfred. No, they don't. Apparently, the three were married to each other in a non-traditional way. Hmm. Apparently, oh. yeah, Charles was in love with Eliza. Charles proposed marriage to Eliza, but she was all married to, already married to Manfred yeah, and at the time refused to leave him. Charles Charles was desperate for Eliza's affections, even if he had to share them, and offered to pay the couple to move in with him and live as man and wife in man. Hmm. The couple reluctantly agreed to the arrangement for a hefty sum of $80,000. Your thoughts Ooh. on that, Brandy? That's uh, a lot of cash even today. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, Eliza, yeah. Eliza died in her sleep shortly after moving to the mansion. The coroner ruled she died of a natural ca- uh, not she died of natural causes, even though she was only twenty six. Rumors had it that she died from a laudanum overdose. Even though his wife was now dead, Manfred refused to move out of the mansion, claiming oh, his wife would have wanted him to say. Level? Wait a minute, read that in the license again, Brandy. <laughs> even though his wife was now dead, Manfred refused to move out of the mansion, claiming his wife would have wanted him to stay. So this guy asked, he has to bring in Manford because he's loves he, he's in love with Eliza, right? <laughs> She's only going to marry him if she can stay married to Manford and get eighty thousand dollars. So he gives him eighty thousand dollars, moves them both into to his mansion. She dies, and now her husband Manford refuses to move, saying, you know, that she would want well, him to stay. Well, here's the other thing: <laughs> if they're living is. Up. If they're living as man, wait a minute. If they're living as man and wife and man, then wouldn't the two of them be married? Oh, God. Sort of. Sort of, kind of, sort of, yeah. Yeah. You would think so. So, and squatter's rights and all. But I mean, I feel bad this guy. He paid $80,000 and agreed to share the love of his life with Manford. And she dies, but he's still stuck with this fucking Manford guy. That sucks, Colonel. 
Yeah. It does suck. Mm. It does suck. What happens next? Just, well, Timmy, all kinds of just ill, terrible things happen next. Okay. And and well, I, I, I don't know if I can bring myself to even even say it, but he'd left some some instructions for his body, right? Wait, 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 wait. You're, you're jumping ahead. What happened? Hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping ahead. In May of 1949, no, 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 no. What? Let me, let me check your missing part of your script. After a few months, Charles could no longer hold, hide his contempt his for Manfred. contempt for Manfred, yeah. Yes. And then, this is what the son of a bitch does, Timmy. Okay. Rather than shoot Manfred, yeah. he shot his dog. Oh, that sucks, Brandy. You got to admit, you got to admit, Brandy. That's 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 a going uh, a bit too far. That is going it doing is. a bit much. It's just too goddamn much. He shot his dog, and then shot himself. That's why you know why he couldn't because this is back before the magic erasers and Ajax and all that stuff. Jesus. Every goddamn room in this mansion's got chunks of scalp in it. <laughs> How the fuck you gonna sell a house like this? It got blood splatter everywhere. Yeah, it was a it was a CSI wet dream in that house. So he but leaves anyway, the note. What does the note say? It said, "In case I am found dead, blame it on no one but me. It's not the damn ghost." Because <laughs> he tried to sell that place and could sell it, Brandy, because yeah. of its reputation. But so I don't know if him shooting himself in the head made it any easier for it to sell. So he he didn't seem like a good businessman. Now he had left instructions for his body with a St. Louis funeral home eight years earlier. Uh-huh. He was soon cremated. He is prepared. His, his ashes were dumped into the muddy Mississippi per his wishes. Yeah. That's some good prose right there, the muddy Mississippi. And they, he was dropped in the big muddy, Timmy. Yeah. So in uh-huh. another note left eight years prior. Charles left specific requests. His remains were to be taken by ambulance to the Missouri. What are you giggling about? His body. He has the wrong script. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Colonel. Okay. Uh oh. Am I going on? No, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. I'm going lazy. Okay. Clothed. He wanted his body taken to the crematory. His body was not to be bathed, clothed, or changed. His ashes were then to be put in, not into an oak box, not into a maple box, but a wicker box, <laughs> and buried in this farm. There was to be no funeral or notice in the paper. Now, in total, the Limp family saw four of its members commit suicide. Four, Brandy. Four. Four. What do you think about that, That's Brandy? A lot. a lot of people. No, it's not that many, really. I mean, in proportion, there were a lot of limps. So many of the limp mansions, former residents, are reported to still haunt the home today. From Billy's ill-begotten son to William Sr., only two of the limp children lived full lives. And they was broken down alcoholics, I bet. Now, Louise Limp... They had a lot of beer. They had a grape from their uh, living room, too. That would be good for uh, drinking brandy if you you were connected by tunnels to the brewery. Yeah. Well, sure. And, well, you'd need a... You'd need 
some kind of dumbwaiter system. Mm-hmm. Now, Louis, Louis, Louis Limp. They have yeah. some fucked up names, too. Louis Limp. <laughs> I'm Louis Limp. Uh, it's like a Frenchman. Uh, hello, I'm Louis Limp. Do you have a massage for me? <laughs> he died of natural... <laughs> this is my house, Louis. He died of natural causes in 1931. Now, Edwin lived to be 90... What you know? What I never understand about these what? son of bitches. You always hear about oh, back in the 1930s, people only lived to be like 36 years old. <laughs> Every time we do one of these fucking stories, motherfuckers living to be 84. Edwin Limp lived to be 90. So yeah, I mean, the two guys still be alive still if they wouldn't have shot themselves in the head. Now, his final dying request for his caretaker was to destroy every family heirloom. That seems just kind of hateful, and the family's art collection. How'd you like to be the heir to that estate and be like, what? Oh, no, I would not do that. Animal. I mean, you know, you get, you know, uh, my Elvis on my Elvis on black, uh, whatever. Continue, Randy or Chuck, whoever you are. Really? I thought I was getting out when you died. I thought I was getting your dogs playing. You're getting my art Elvis. collection. You're getting my on black velvet. My dogs playing poker. And your pink yeah, Floyd dark side also, of the moon but, album. But you know in, what? In, in a frame and a. But you know what, What's Chuck? That? You get all that, but only if you go in and clear his computer browser history. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Take well, you know, I've already. I, I can do that remotely now. If anything, mm-hmm. first anything happens to Timmy, I can tap into Timmy's computer from my house and just clear out his cookies. Because we don't want any right. mankind well, me, is not well, ready. Let for me that. tell you, I've paid plenty of money over my life for people to clear out my cookies. <laughs> I You know how Bezos and Lyft and all those was they're called disruptors, Timmy. They they disrupt the regular business model. Mm-hmm. Here's what I propose, Timmy. Is that you get your money's worth. It's an honest transaction. Because the sex workers have become too much like lawyers, Timmy. Mm-hmm. And oh, we don't want to, well, they don't want to get their name associated with, you know, CD people like lawyers. So rather than bill for that extra 30 minutes or just one minute, they wear little things like, a, like the new parking meters, where if your time runs out, you can just, like the car wash, where you can just put in another quarter and add four more minutes. What That's the fuck the is wrong with you? <laughs> Can oh, we God. fucking what? finish this? Do you have the right script? There's so we can He's, finish. He does. Continue, do, Jesus Christ. Well, anyway, well, we this are. is Louis, why you're not in the circle of excellence. In 1949, Colonel Louis Louis died. Now, well, up to 1949, the mansion was sold off and transformed into a boarding house where you're Board- going to end up living in your old age, <laughs> devil. Now, it wasn't long before hauntings were reported. You and Lenny just sitting at the boarding house sharing a common bathroom. <laughs> I don't think okay. it, 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 in get, the community then, living room, TV room. room. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, and you'll be bitching well, maybe you want to watch. <laughs> don't say that stuff. channel. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to kill Lanny when he decides to yeah. turn it off. Orders. I'm gonna yeah. get real pissed. Well, it won't be hard to take the remote. He only got one arm, remember? Plus, he yeah, but I don't. He works. I got it. Pep Boys. So, 
You'll be able to. That boy's open at night. You know what? I got kids, and at least one of them probably won't let me end up in a boarding it's house. Open until nine o'clock. Bed by nine ten. She's going to end up in a place where alcoholics go to die. That's Vegas. Yes. I'm going to end up yeah. in Vegas. <laughs> yes. Whatever. So you're going to be one down on the Bowery there, devil. So as long anyway, as, me, as long as they let me have my cats. Now I need you to turn, listen the to the Cecil Hotel. <laughs> you know, who's that if woman I, in, I go, in Sunset? Who's that woman I in Sunset Strip, Timmy? What? You know, what, girl? The actress in Sunset Strip, you know, the old washed-up <laughs> Norma actress. Desmond. Norma Desmond. The devil going to be Norma oh Desmond God. sitting around talking about, I was in the circle of <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when Carol Burnett used to do Nora Desmond? Yeah. <laughs> that oh, is what my God. girlfriend Tracy looks like when she's stoned. She does that <laughs> with her eye. Uh, it's God, so fucked know. up. Yeah, she'll be devil. Devil gonna have I will be that, though. Yeah, buddy. I used to be someone. I used to be in a circle of excellence. <laughs> yeah, That's right. <laughs> I used to be someone... <laughs> So, Fuck well, I had a podcast. <laughs> That's right. We had 40,000 listeners. I could have been a contender. Goddamn right. Well, so anyway, let's see. It was sold off and transformed into a boarding house. Yeah, yeah we got that. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't long before hauntings were reported. Witnesses claimed to see a boy who asked for someone to play with him. Aww. There were reports of inexplicable burning sensations. And see, that's from the gonorrhea. That's gonorrhea. Yeah. Parties. That's yeah. gonorrhea. Cold spots, slamming doors, and other mysterious sounds. Now, the boarding Probably gunshots. flopped. Yeah, and the gunshots. It flopped, but it was saved again in 1975. Supposedly, it isn't the only four limps who committed suicide. That haunt the rooms of the Lynch Mansion today. There's okay. also the story of the monkey face boy who can be seen around the attic. Now, this supposedly is the ghost of Billy's hidden son. Aww. Now, the Lynch family home currently functions as a restaurant and inn claimed by the Pointer family. The Pointer, the Pointer sisters. sisters own it. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Yes. In the deed, and they were like, I'm so excited. You know, I, I swear to God, they did a they did a music video where one of them was naked in it. Yeah, I swear to God, I, I saw it one. at two in the morning. I only saw it one time. I don't know if it was so excited. <laughs> she was like she was getting out of the shower. Wait a minute. Said, mm-hmm. Wait a minute. I don't. It was, it was the one like that looked like a man. You know, the one looks like yeah. a man, right? Yeah, it was her. It was her. Him. Maybe, wait a minute. Let's break this down. You saw it once at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I came so, home. I worked at Pizza and I closed. Maybe you were yeah. just, I don't know, a little tired or I don't know. I, I, I worked at Pizza Hut. I closed. I got home, got to my apartment. I turned on MTV and they're like the Pointer Sisters. And the one was coming out of the shower and she opened up her um, towel. Because, you know, one was, they was rumored that one of the Pointer Sisters was a dude, right? That yeah. was the rumor back in the day. Well, clearly That's it wasn't one. that one. 
I saw it. Well, I mean, I, it, it did exist. I'm going to have to Google it after we get off of here. But it, it, it was it really rumored did. because when they were singing, one had a voice like, you know, I'm so excited. <laughs> I thought because, I because one had it. a cock. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's that. Yeah. That gives it away. Sometimes it ain't the deep voice. <laughs> yeah. So much it, it is, it's a, a penis. It's a nine yeah. inches. You're hanging down there. So. All right. Continue, Colonel. Well. There's the story of the monkey face boy, right? Who right, right. We got that one. That's Billy's son. Um, the Lim family currently functions as a restaurant and is owned by the Porter family. The upscale bed and breakfast also holds a fine restaurant and dining hall for events. So, Brandon, the house, when you go to St. Louis, you could stay at the Limp House. I yeah. didn't know I was going to St. Louis, but <laughs> okay. If you do, you can stay at the Limp. I can. I can. Now, it Probably was falling not. into shambles when uh, Richard Pointer bought it in 1975. That might be <laughs> the one they think is a dude, Jimmy. Dick Pointer. <laughs> Dick Pointer. Okay. <laughs> now, it was during the home's extensive renovations that they started reporting strange occurrences. Now, multiple people have reported experiencing an exceptionally intense feeling of being watched. Once, Pointer's son was sleeping alone in the home with his dog when he heard a loud bang just outside his bedroom door, which is prone to happen in that house where every other motherfucker wants to shoot themselves in the head. Exactly. He searched the entire house but found nothing. Now, one night while closing, two keys were played on the piano. See, that's some spooky mm. shit right there. That just yeah. make your ass puck up. Yeah, right no, there. like, there if it was playing... Just- it wouldn't be so bad if they was like playing ragtime or something, you know, something you could dance. Or just yeah, to. playing even playing Beethoven just to call yeah. it. Just but you know, and you know, it was two keys from that really scary end, Jimmy. Yes. Well, maybe you know, Monkey Boy just didn't know how to play the piano. You know, he's just learning. Scary end. Well, I don't feel the like scary the end of the piano. Yeah, there's a scary <laughs> end and the happy end of the piano. Devil. Jesus. Shit. Come on, Brandon. You about music. <laughs> it, Colonel knows things. Scary. Yeah. Hey, I was a competitive pianist back in the day. <laughs> I was a competitive you was pianist, a pianist back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was very competitive, I'll have you know. I was a tiny You still pianist. are. <laughs> no, no, no. Reformed. So there's all kinds of crazy shit going on. Yes. A candle on the mantle one time lit itself on its own. Well, that's a convenient Well, it yeah, that's just seems... When it lit itself on its own. (laughs) You don't have to get up. You don't have to worry about having the matches. It's like having a clapper. (laughs) It is. It is. A drawer to dress it that belonged to limps opens of its own accord. Hmm. Objects just fly out. That's like, uh, I've seen a Disney movie like that. Objects disappear and reappear. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast. I saw that one. Objects disappear and reappear. In different locations. Now that's that's just from having cats in the house. Uh, soft, <laughs> disemboweled voices can be heard. Well, no, disembodied. I'm sorry. There you uh, go. Disembodied. <laughs> Either one. Disemboweled. Yeah, yeah disemboweled voices. Like that'd oh. be cool. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. And the clip clop of horses. Those are the Budweiser Clydesdales. Lavender horses. People. <laughs> yeah, they're it's lavender. like oh. I'm sorry, did your brewery close? We're just traveling about down the road here. So anyway, all kinds of strange shit. Now, 
the point is, say, they've lost a fair amount of employees due to this unexplained phenomenon. But the employees say it's the pointers. They just, you know, they run into trouble with them sometimes because they're walking around <laughs> singing all the that. time. No, I mean, you can't just sing they're all so the time. Excited. Yes, yeah, they're so it's excited. It's like, you know what? I like that song, but Slow not hand. all day. <laughs> you know, it's like, let's not have our 10 minute meeting every morning and have to do the, I'm so excited about cleaning the floors. No, I'm not really excited. I feel like that's the only song he knows by then. By then. <laughs> yes. well, did, they, did they do We Are Family? Which one? No, no that was Sister Sledge. Sledge. Oh, okay. Um, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, you know, Tim, my, my, aunt, you mentioned Karen, the co-host on the other show. Uh-huh. She told me she had to go to the store. She was picking up some peaches, and I said, don't forget to get some herb. And she said to me, what do you mean? Oh, well, she's young, Colonel. She don't know I know. Herb. Well, that's when you feel really old, but, but it feels like she should do a better job of keeping up with Do you, Brandy, do you say Marilyn McCoo and Billy Davis Jr. were doing the nasty? Yes, Probably. they were. Yes, they were. All right. And Pat, Patty LaBelle and Michael McGough. Oh, that is, the, that is the story of Lint Mansion, Brandy. Your yeah, final no. thoughts on Suicide Mansion, Brandy, better known as Lint Mansion in St. Louis, Mo. I will never, ever stay there. Hmm. And no, Charles, Charles like your final thoughts on William Lint <coughs> Sr. and... Suicide Mansion. Well, the first thing they should have done, uh, what I would have done, it was I would have said when people said William Limp, I would have said no, limp, limp, <laughs> limp, not limp, limp. Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But none of that caught people. Up. Mr. Limp, Mr. Limp, how'd you like to? How'd you like the prostitutes to be calling you? Hey, Mr. Limp, I'm ready for you. <laughs> Uh, of course you're going to shoot yourself in the head sooner or later. That's just not good for your self-esteem. Uh, yeah, I mean, one time I went to this brothel in Mexico, Tijuana, and we went, We had a bet. I mean, my buddy. Jesus. Bet. <laughs> when the girls, you know, the girls would take the guys and they'd go, they'd go upstairs and we'd have, you know, we'd bet on how long they would be gone. I swear some of these guys, they weren't gone like seven minutes and they're, they're back. <laughs> That's my uh, that's my uh, Tijuana story, Brandy. Your thoughts? Well, Timmy, you know my my, my theory on that. You know my thinking. It's, I know it's, it's, a, it's a, like race. a horse race. Yes. yes. Well, I mean, it doesn't really matter if you're paying, right? You well, don't it have seems to like you play should get a discount. See, this is my thing, Timmy. Mm-hmm. If I've just paid you for an hour and it's only taking me five minutes, then rub my goddamn back for a half for or sing five or minutes or sing. Yeah, yes. go get me something cold to drink. Mm. I don't know. But but you can't just, it, it's just unseemly to have me leave and then have someone else, you're double dipping if somebody else is doing you on my time. <laughs> yeah, because when you think about how much they get paid by the hour, it's pretty good money, right? You should definitely yes. bring it up next time you're down So they should, they should wait a full one hour. Before uh-huh. they bring in the next customer, it's only that's fair. all I'm saying. Yeah, Colonel, we would like to thank all of the wonderful people who support us on Patreon. If you would like to support us on Patreon, it and and for us to continue to bring you this quality entertainment, Jesus. please uh, go to patreon.com 
slash history dweez where you can give a little, you can give a lot, or... Or just a wee little bit to me. Okay, Colonel, give some shout-outs. <clears throat> well, let's start with Jim Seabright. Yes, Jim and drew that beautiful picture of he Heather. Did. Yes, it was it amazing. Was it was amazing. Yeah, it was pretty damn amazing. Um, let's see. We got Andrew Scammell, Tommy, our favorite favorite Hawaiian, Tommy Lane, Jason Dykes, Terry Strafford, Malachi, Brandon McBride, Jennifer Sabota, Per Westman, Maggie Glover, Gracie's mom, Erica Kenny, um, Hiro, the Comeback Podcast. L.K. Barnu, Reen, Marissa Albanese, Bridget Clavey, Phyllis Bunsen, Jennifer Riker-Smith, who I will, who I bought in the auction. And she is partying like a rock star down there in Austin. She is, but you know what? She's going to wake up. with Jason and Jim Pribble. Yes, I'm sorry. Go ahead. She's going to wake up hungover and realize I got, I got title to her, Timmy. Yes. So Stephen Potts. Stephen Potts, incredible Stephen Potts, his adorable little girls, and <clears throat> the smartest girl on a young lady listening to us, <clears throat> the lovely Anna Garrett. Yes, she purchased the Colonel in the auction. Oh <clears throat> God! So she might use you and then savory ways. Yeah, a buddy Ben Dubrovich. Yes, I bet well, she won't. I'm, but go ahead. Well, yeah. she might. You never know. But our buddy Ben DeBrovich yes, would be about you. Uh, yes, we are. Ursula. Um, of course, Clark and Diane Trowbridge. Have you noticed Diane's taken to attacking me a wee bit, Timmy? Well, it's deserved. Well, it's it, is, she hates yeah. you. <laughs> it is. It is. Beth Ann. Uh, the next Mrs. Walters, Michelle Johns. I Margaret McDonald. Aaron Turner, Jess. Leanne Flanagan. The lovely who Leanne is Flanagan. Now a, what is she? A new research assistant for Deadball? She's Ball my time? lovely research assistant on Deadball, yes. Hello. Are you doing that just, are you doing that just to, uh, so you can have like 20 minutes a day where you can just tell her what to do? Yeah, kind of. Like, Go do this. She, she doesn't. She doesn't listen to me, so it doesn't matter. I know, but it's still fun to tell people what to do. Yeah, it's just true. Even though they ignore you, then you yes. got to live with the shame. Kind of like Brandy. Much but like apparently, Brandy. that gets you in the circle of excellence. Exactly. Oh yeah, we know how Brandy got in the circle of excellence. Yes, we do. They should have called it the circle of hell. <laughs> but, uh, and then she would have been the queen of the whole circle. Don't be a <laughs> hater, Chuck. It's green <laughs> is not your color. <laughs> Julia Rodriguez, Mike Sadler, Jamie Dent, Tyrone, Marsha Boris, Stacey Allison, John, Jody, and Sean Wells, Amber Anderson. Of course, the They Walk Among Us podcast. And that's with uh, our good friends, Rosanna and Ben. Ben, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Lorna Violet, uh, Michael Dale, Kelly Charette, Karen Widener. Kelly Jones. Lovely Kelly Jones. The lovely Kelly Jones. Jessica Greeno, Mike Brown from Pleasing Terrors, Sarah Bloom, Amber Krupp, uh, let's see, Laura O'Reilly, Christine Bourgeois. Christine Bourgeois. And Kimberly Christine, Christine, uh, she's had some uh, health issues this week. Yeah, so Christine, we're thinking about you. But it seems like it's working out, so... 
Yes, yes. Yeah, Christine. Thank God. There's, there's a recovery. Kimberly Cameron, one of the next uh one of the next uh justices on the Supreme Court. Too. I think so. I she would be uh she would do a wonderful job. I wish she would be named Chief Justice. Yes. She's Elise Edgerton. History what? goes bump, Amber Trevino, and that portrayed Lise, the Howard Lopez, Alicia and Chip Mincy, Marquia Smith, Dr. Jeff and Don. Andrew Happ, Karen Barnes, Rachel Flynn, Shirley you know, Strap. You know, Karen Barnes, I I, I offered her $20 to sing, uh, do her Bruce Elvis. Shoes. Oh, my God. I wake up this morning. Did you see it? it is so I did fun. see it. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's hilarious. Thank you, Karen. Yes. I'll donate the 20 bucks to the Heather Fund. It was really, really fun. We really got fun. Shirley Strap, Timmy. The lovely Shirley Strap. I talked to her on the phone not too long ago. Is she doing okay? She's doing page, very well. Right? She's okay. doing very well. Um, Come back, Shirley. We miss you. Todd Long, uh, Melissa Montoya, Maja, and my co-host, the lovely Karen Michelle. Yes. Carol Elise. Spy stories. Check it out. Kristen Malachinsky, Adam McWaters. Um, the other podcast that I do with Karen Michelle, uh, the Context and Clarity podcast. Yes, Paula Kimes, The Vanish Podcast, Canadian True Crime, which the lovely see, Christy Lee. Canadian True Crime. It just seems like those people they don't really commit crimes. It's like, oh, sorry, yeah, I hit you in the head with agit. Oh, my bad. Here, let me fix that. But then you know, here, let me hit you in the head with a hatchet again. But apparently, they do kill each other. They have a lot of me. lumberjacks up there, Colonel. They do. They got a lot of lumberjack on lumberjack crime up there, Tim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And hockey. They're big on hockey. <laughs> no, they are big on hockey. Charlie. Charlie Worrell. Yes. The lovely her, Charlie. Yes. Angela Santos, Lydia Wasson Fisher, Kim Stroop, Nicole Adams. Rock- By the way, Charlie is having a birthday Mysterio. this Thursday. So happy birthday, Charlie. Yay. Oh. Well, I think it's the big four zero. Is it really? I think so. Yeah. Whatever. Four zero. Charlie That's got forty, Brandy. I meant forty. Yes, yes I I recognize that. You can't ask the devil to just figure that stuff out. Um, Tracy mm-hmm. Smith, Bridget Bernard, Stacy, Cheryl LeBlanc, Weldon, Veronica Moreno, Chris Lane, Alexandra, Elaine Baker, Vivian Vaca. Mark and Chi, Amanda Lupus, Shannon Arnold, Kimberly Smith, Robin Sherrard, Ruth, Keith Whitfield, Cassie Kitchens, Nick Johnson, Natasha Burgess, Julia Bentley, Patty Schmidt, the lovely Lady Beverly, who I, Timmy, now have possession of because you I won, won the bid for the lovely Lady Be- Lady Beverly. Beverly, we <clears throat> we love you. It was yes. very kind of her to participate. Yes. Rudy, the wonder dog. Who and are you going to lean? Are you going to lean Charlene Negrin off again? Because you always do that. I thought I started with her. Charlene, I don't think Charlene Negron, Timmy. Mm, okay, Negron. I see. Or it could be All Negrin. Right. It depends really if you're in Texas, if you're in Iowa, it or if you're in probably North Carolina. At all. Sometimes it's going to be Negron. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's going to be Negron. Okay. But we All do right. appreciate you. Yeah, we do. Um, and we have, and this was an ugly, ugly bidding war, Timmy, in mm-hmm. the auction. Rudy the Wonder Dog Walters. 
Yeah, who won Rudy? Rudy? Um, Karen Michelle ended up winning Rudy. Nice. Because she has she has met Rudy in person, Timmy, at DweebCon. And she was uh she was jealous of the other people voting on uh, or bidding on Rudy. So she said, Rudy shall be mine. And of course we cannot end without saying thank you to our number one number one fan. Well, she probably doesn't like us that much, but you know, <laughs> most of our fans don't. The lovely, lovely Dottie Scott. Dottie, we racked up a pretty decent body count. I think I, th- I think that uh, <clears throat> Nina is her favorite uh, podcast now. Already gone. Is it? She <laughs> switched so. on us. Well, that, yeah, She's like every time. Like, I swear to God, every time it used to be like whenever I get like by her bedroom or something, I'd hear our podcast like Dead mm-hmm. Ball or or uh, History Dweebs. Now every time I'm hearing Nina's voice. Every time I go come into my condo, it's like and she is says, Nina here? Huh? Yeah, I don't know. She likes. She really likes already gone. So, does she say? Does your mom ever say why can't you? Why can't you? You get Brandy to talk like that. You know what? We'll what we'll do is like we'll see if she even mentions us talking about her. Yeah. See if she even listens to us anymore. Yeah. We yeah. Should well, I I can almost tell you she doesn't. The poor woman. She's got. <laughs> no, I mean she got forty five million things going on, and which should. Uh, say our good friend Joe is is doing well. Oh yes, Nina Joe. said Joe. Yes, he's he's good. That's, he's, I'm glad to hear. He is that. he is one so tough old guy. That, that one. I hope that he we'll, makes it down to DweebCon this year. Oh, I'm fairly certain we're going to see him at DweebCon. The first weekend of October in Cincinnati is DweebCon. If you would want more information on that, please go to our join our Facebook group. And all the people we mentioned here are there, and yes. we would love for you to join us. That's History Dweebs the podcast. Um, and we're going to be in Chicago when, Brandy? In July. Uh, July. July 13th. At, July 13th. That's at the True Crime Podcast Festival. We will yep. be there, and uh, Colonel and I will be stripping for dollars. So we will be like stripping. To... Uh, co- baby quarters. We, yes. We don't know. Yeah, but no loonies. No fucking loonies. No fucking loonies. And, and only what my G-string can hold. So <laughs> try to use quarters. All right, everyone. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time on History Dweebs. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Good day. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.